The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Even though you know I died for you, Joe Burrow. It's the Malik Willis Show at the Senior Bowl. We rank baseball's greatest ever. And can the Bengals pull it off? All on a smooth jazz losing, new coach cruising, throwback Thursday edition of the program, Jake. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are, I am? That's right, we did it. Yeah. Got the good one today. Are you kidding me? I know it. How are you, Jake? I'm doing good. I'm a little cold. Me too. Uh, That's the the one bad part about Colorado is the cold. (laughs) But then you get to enjoy snow days like you and uh, kids yesterday. No, you don't enjoy it. A snow day for an adult is the opposite of a kid. You are dealing with the kids at home, like wishing you could send them somewhere. Like pissed at the principal. Who do you think you are? Back in my day, we walked up the hill twice to get to school and on the way back and snow days. Big cheer? Yeah, right. <laughs> what is that? Big cheer. Snow days? What is that? What is that? <laughs> uh, Yeah, you know. It, it just cool. gets in the way at this point. It was cool, but it's like then you got to go back to school today, you know, and then there's no school tomorrow for some reason. Nice. Yeah, I'm paying for no school Um, <laughs> on Fridays. So what's going on in your life, Jake? You know, just uh, today after the show, we're moving over to the new location at the yeah. Colorado Media School. So uh-huh. I'm going to go help set up the new studio, um, you know, see see if we've got new bells and whistles over there. And Why don't they add, like advertise thousands of dollars with me? I haven't figured that out ever. I don't know. I've don't had know. people go in there um, with a Morning Mayhem t-shirt in. <laughs> okay. It was years ago. We've had guys, uh, you know, Alo's going, right? I'm not sure, actually. Okay, I think he's trying to like get himself all the whole thing. I don't. I think I don't know. And um, the laborious, the Dennis Hernandez. Ah, the Hernandez is is is. Uh, he was just a listener. who was like, you "Guys got a good show. I would like to do that someday." We'll go out of school or whatever. And then he did it, and then he was producing our show a couple years later. Imagine that. You know, that's badass. That is badass. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk to somebody over there. Um. Might have burned a bridge or two over there. No, I did not. You know. Uh, Let's start with Malik Willis. You're like, who the f*** is is that guy? You know? Well, well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. He's the quarterback at Liberty, who had them undefeated for a big old chunk of the season there, and he lit it up. Um, he he lit it up even in a 
what they were calling a torrential downpour of rain. And he still went out there and put on a display, I guess, and is now rapidly moving up draft boards. And some people is, uh, have said he solidified himself as a top 15 pick. Good for you, bud. Good for you, bud. Good for you, bud. <laughs> so I'm thinking if, again, we have to run those numbers real quick. But the Broncos drafting at nine, if he's a top 15 pick, run those. The Broncos might have a chance to draft this Malik Willis kid. Maybe. That's what I'm starting with the show. You know what I mean? That's what you get right away. Boom. But I'm thinking if they didn't like Justin Fields, I don't know if they're going to like Malik Willis. And I think Malik Willis is only an option if they can't get the quarterback they want. Then it's like, okay, well, what do we do? This guy's really super talented. We like this or this or this or and that about him or whatever. It's cold in here. Yeah, well, I think that the Broncos are going to figure out their quarterback situation at least before you know free agency or the draft. Yeah. That's the hope. You don't want to drag this out too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't get your guy. I think they know already, to be honest with you. This is just stuff we do, you know. The fill two hours of radio. Malik Willis is, you know, he he looks pretty unique. And I had to take a closer look. He's got everyone all excited at the senior bowl. And it's always one or two guys who kind of stands out. I guess Pickett looked okay, you know, looking pretty good. And um, other than his small hands. <laughs> other than, yeah, his carny small oh, seven dwarfs hands. I heard he was a Smurf. Hey, bashful, happy, grumpy, Kenny Pickett. Uh, give me another. Uh, Gr- happy, sleepy? grumpy, sleepy, dopey. <laughs> Take that for data. Take that for data. Damn, why did the Nuggets lose last night? Why didn't they play any? But he worth the damn. Uh, because the Jazz were shorthanded too, so they were just like, why did right, they go get give, a win though? Let's give Jokic a uh, a night off, a much needed night off, because he's been carrying these fat kids and bunch of rejects for the past month and a half. They could have won that game last night though. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. They could have. Aaron they decided, Gordon sat too. They decided not to play their starters and, and you know kind of give their bench guys some. Damn, minutes. why did they do that? That was stupid. Is very stupid. That was a win, bro. Could have been, but go take the night off against you know at the Nets when Durant's back or I don't know something like that, right? Yeah, but you know the Nuggets, AG and Nikola Jokic have just been having such a burden, yeah, carrying the rest of the team for a long time, and I think they desperately needed a night off. All right, like I said, I'll you know, th- I think they were gassed. You know, after, you know, a good January, they went 11-5 and five in January. Jokic, phenomenal play. Aaron Gordon has been stepping his game up a lot recently as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they deserved a night off. Okay. Hurlbut was in today. He's yeah. A, he's a great guy. He's a really, other than I can't figure out why he told you to shut up. That one time it was like, you're talking too much, Jake. You should shut up for a little. Um <laughs> Other than that, he's a great guy. He's like, you know, he's just that kind of guy. He's like. He's a genuine person. He is a genuine person. He's a good man. 
He's like, you know, he says things like, hey, handsome. And he's like, is that a nice coffee? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. It's negative two degrees outside. Thank you, my friend. Just a Jersey boy. Just a Jersey boy living the dream. (laughs) Tramps like us. Uh, Okay. We got a text from NDC Danny. He says, just when I thought Malone couldn't be any dumber, <laughs> you go and pull a something like this. Uh, well, I just thought that the Nuggets lost, have lo- you know, um, have lost a lot of wins because of injury. This was a chance to go get one back. And there's something, too. That's the fourth time they lost to the Jazz this season, I think. I have to go back and run those numbers again. I think so. Boop, 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 boop. The Jazz have the Nuggets number this year, mostly due to injury. Yeah, but we'll t- you know we beat them in the playoffs. Remember when we did that? When it really matters. Remember how awesome that was? Oh my God, come that, back! That was the greatest thing probably ever in my life, other than my birth of my kids. Ugh. If it wasn't the bubble, I think it would get a lot more credit. Because I mean, give them some credit. They deserve I mean, for credit. real. They deserve that credit. They did something that we've never seen before in the NBA. Two down, three-one comebacks in a, in two different playoff series back to back is is amazing. It's a it's an incredible feat. You know how we have discovered lots of talent on this show, not just other radio premier radio talents in the industry, but like uh, the Revivalists. Their career was going nowhere. And remember that one. Wish I knew you. That one, like, we yeah. changed everything for them. And then BTS, we brought what they did overseas into the United States of America. And we changed the game with those guys. Um, trying to think, have you heard of my Kamara stuff as well? There's just certain kind of eye for talent, something that we have that on the other side, I think, oops, Jake, I did it again. <laughs> because oh. me and Olivia, my daughter, discovered a new talent. Music that we will be dropping on the other side. The world debut. The world debut. Send this out to some regular music right now, Jake. I'm ready to get out. This is great. Okay? I'd like to tone your setting. But what we're coming back with in the, on the other side might change the course of music forever. Do it again with me, Jake. Forever. One more time. Forever. Okay, 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Can the Bengals pull this thing off? Or now that we've gotten to this point, do the Rams go in there with a little bit of Super Bowl burn from a couple years ago? And hoist Lombardi. I think this game's a coin flip. I think the Bengals can win this game. I think they can win this game. I don't think it's a coin flip, actually. I think the it's like a 60-40. It's a 60-40. Okay, so uh, who did it here? Someone ranked um, the 100 greatest baseball players of all time on ESPN. Rachel Nichols, ESPN. So we'll do that. We'll take a look. I didn't even look at the top 25. It was, I think it just dropped. So 
I want you not to look either, Jake, okay? And I'm not going to look either, and I want us to come up with our top five baseball players of all time, right? Okay? Okay. And we'll check that out on the other side. Smiley Sports. Boy, wanna keep it cool But I know every time you move Got me frozen I get so shy, it's obvious yeah, yeah. Catching feels like that applies If I say what's on my mind What I hate bullseye <laughs> Shoot, I'm ready, aim and fire Baby, I Whoa. Just let, just listen, just let it breathe What you guys are thinking how has this guy done this again how yes this is music this is the future of music jake this is definitely definitely a danny song huh. i bet ndc danny would like this one too oh yeah how couldn't he oh. I gotta learn that. Listen, I know all BTS. I know all the guys Jungkook, Jimin, Suga, RV, uh, Jin, all of them. I gotta learn these gals. I gotta learn more about them. They're called Twice? Twice. This is twice. They're twice. 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 You gotta say it twice. Twice. <laughs> All right. That's just a little taste. Plan on hearing that every day for the next year on the show. It's a hit. I mean, it, it's a banger. It's a banger. It's got a lot to offer. A lot of energy. A lot of Asian chicks. You know, we're all locked down now, but you should have seen our Asian, Asian porn collection. <laughs> but I'm supposed to tell anybody about that. One of our buddies, it's like they take it out of the dumpster and they're running. What movie, what movie was that? It's, uh, dang, it's got uh, Seth Rogen. It's got Pineapple Express. No, it's got, uh, um, it's got uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. It's got Owen Wilson. Hold on. I don't know this one. Yeah, Siri. Siri, what's that movie with Owen Wilson and Seth Rogen and Goldie Hawn's daughter? I didn't find exactly what you were looking for, but I did find a number of movies. None of these are even close. All right. She's supposed to know everything. I guess we'll never know. All right, where were we? Sports. Uh, okay. So, the Bengals. Do you think the moment will be too big for them? No, I don't think so. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they, they've been there. They've done it. Not the Super Bowl, but they've won championships together. Um, some of the other guys. <laughs> okay, some Jake. The, okay. Some of the other guys, maybe. Yes. But the the big two, the the, the tag team Damn. that, that they, they've put together – 
They're not going to falter under the pressure. Do you know They're what, not going to fall underneath I, the spotlight. I know what you're trying to do, and I and like it. You love it. Um, so I don't think the Bengals are going to crack under the pressure, but I think there will be um, the offensive line. is They're, they're going to crack under the pressure, and Joe Burrow is going to have to run for his life, and he's going to have to do something special in order to beat that Rams defense. Um, It's like... Does anybody really think the Bengals are going to win? No. Bengals fans? But, but do, do you? they really think they're going to win? Do you think? Win? No, I don't think the Bengals are going to win. I think the Rams are going to win. I think it's going to be a, uh, a, actually a good game. I think the Bengals might have to come back in the end. They might be down you know, like 10, 13 points and make a comeback effort in the fourth and make it a little bit closer. But I, I think the Rams are uh, definitely favorites. In my in my eyes, did you see that like this where Brian Kelly's like dancing? Oh in my this? god, so cringe! It is. It's weird. That guy, that player, that recruit who he did this dance thing with, backstabbed him. Committed to Alabama. <laughs> That's funny, huh? It's hilarious. I mean, uh, all your efforts in trying to be yeah, cool that'll... And, and to you know connect with your younger. You know, student body or younger, uh, you know, players, it, it all went to waste, and now you look like a fool. Wow. Um. Okay. I just uh, when it comes to Joe Burrow, this game now is just about a couple of turnovers, a couple of big moments and big plays. Um. The Rams are, you know. Tell me any, let's see here. Who's left on these Rams teams that were in the last Super Bowl a couple years ago? Aaron Donald. Okay. Um, Cooper Cup. What? Yeah, Cooper Cup. Was he? I believe, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, Higby? Was Higby in the last No, he's, no? A, he's, a, he's a recent addition. Um, maybe some of the O-line. Okay. But do you think more or less than Eric sixty? Uh, more or less than forty percent. I would say less than forty percent. Me too. It was two thousand eighteen when they went right. Right. It's been a while. Why don't we look at that roster really quick? <sighs> it's been a while since. Let me see. Uh, okay. That was 2018 when they went to the Super Bowl? I think so, yeah. No, yeah, Robert Woods was the man, and Brandon Cooks was the other receiver. There's no such thing as a Cooper Cup. Ah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. I'm looking for guys. You know, Michael Brocker, C.J. Anderson was on that team down the stretch. Um, Malcolm Brown was another. Uh, Farrell Cooper was the other. That was the Cooper they had. It was Farrell, Farrell Cooper. Uh, Aaron Donald, okay, there we go. Uh, Dante Fowler was on that team. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. Uh, Hecker, the punker, punter, he's like one of the greatest punters ever. Higby was on that team. He was just a youngster. Uh, let's see here. Cooper Cup didn't have a number. They didn't have a number assigned to him. So uh, he's probably the rookie. 
Let's see here. Von Miller. Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Sue. Remember Sue was on that team? Yeah. Tlaib. Andrew Whitworth was on that team. Marcus Peters Older was on than that me. team, right? Robert Woods. Zerline was the kicker. Had a couple. This team's a lot different than that team, right? Yeah. Let me take a look at this team. Um, anything have anything to do with the other? Does one have anything to do with the other? Those uh, those guys who played in that last Super Bowl, they've got that bad taste in their mouth a little bit still. They, they want that uh, Super Bowl a little bit even more now because they know what it tastes like to be there, but just... Just not close enough. Just, they just can't grab that that Lombardi trophy. This team's better. It's a lot better. Here's why. Uh, for one, Cam Akers, second year running back. I mean, he's got some little fumble issues and all this and that, but also they you know, put him right back in the lineup after being out for almost the entirety of the season. Uh, Odell. Um, Cooper Cup's emergence. Cooper Cup's a superstar. Aaron Donald, obviously. <laughs> Leonard Floyd wasn't on that team. Uh, he is a, a very special player. Uh, Matt Gay is their kicker. Uh, Rob Havenstein was on the both teams. Hecker is like the best punter ever. Uh, oh, and did you just mention that uh, Jared Goff isn't their quarterback anymore? Yeah, well, that's kind of the biggest one. I was kind of going to get to that. Van Jefferson's little cute little receiver. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jalen Ramsey wasn't on that team. He is on this team, obviously. He's a great, great player. Oh, Whitworth uh, on this team still. Forgot about that. Still. Um, Vaughn, obviously. Vaughn Miller, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, who else we got? Weddle, that's funny. He's on this team, right? Yeah, that is. Uh, I think he's like uh, one of the oldest players in the, in the league right now. Mm-hmm. That's not at a quarterback position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this team's like th- that team was a little bit. They tried to f- cover for Goff with the Talibs and the Sues and guys like that who I don't know. I don't know if they were a perfect fit together or not, or how much they might have had left or not. Um, let's go out to the hotline get our guy. Sorry for making him wait. He's the former champ. It's the one. It's the only. It's Ray Ray. Hey Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Jake and my high sports and all the beautiful women worldwide? I want my Santiago's and my potato cakes on the side and a little shot of apple cider vinegar. I'm out here live at Grand Lake out here in the lake, sitting out here ice fishing, man. Count out overnight. Like it when it's 20 below. It's fun. And then go to the cabin and go to the hot tub and jump afterwards and check out the ski bunnies and have fun with everybody. And, hey, back in the old school days, I remember in Denver, Colorado, we used to go out. Uh, tubing over at uh, Ruby Hill and jump off that high ramp over the off of the train tracks and then go hang out at Celebrity Sports Center with all the chiquitas and all the pretty women. That's what we all got to do when it's a snow day and school days off. Go hang out little Italian ball, play pinball, foosball, and let's go on a positive note. Your Broncos, you got to pick uh, Von Miller. He's going to win and he's going to be the MVP for the Super Bowl. Shout out to Von Miller and your baseball team players are Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, uh, Mark McGuire, and Frank Aaron. Is all I could think. And hey, what do you got to say, Danny? Um, this makes me. There's two things. There's, the only thing that makes me, as I'm getting older, feel like 
good about being old was that I got to go sledding at Ruby Hill when I was a kid. I got to go to Celebrity Sports Center when I was a kid. And then, you know, Funplex was kind of more my era. But, like, I mean, what, Denver... I'm just a Denver guy. You're a Denver guy, Ray. Ray. I just love that about you so much. I mean, I don't, they don't allow like they like someone went in the street. I think I ran over or something like that. So like they don't allow. That was like the greatest sledding ever. Like known to man at Ruby Hill. There, like it was just that's that's what it was, man. That's that's what you did. That's what you that's what you lived for back then. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was great, man. Even hanging around and cruising during the summertime at Barnum Park, we'd hang out there, watch the chicks in the pool, and hang out at uh, at uh, what else is it called Water World. Our low riders up and it was all great. This is what we got out for our kids. Boys man. club, See, go to the boys club. Yeah, and the boys club and get them all out there and everybody else. You guys have a good day. God bless. Ray Ray, Mike, come out. Sorry, got a little cheese and cracker and meat thing going. Oh yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? Let me show you can start this cheap. Let it, let it. Danny Williams. Jake Meyer. Jay Hope. Jung Cook. Jimin. The RN. And Suga. Don't forget twice. Oh, damn, that twice. Oof. They got it going, Bossa Nova. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on their side of Smiley Sports. Back in, throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline. It's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We have a lot to talk about. Trying to pace ourselves. We got uh, the Super Bowl um, the week from Sunday. We still got some time. We, can, we, we get all our stuff. and we got, we got a lot of Super Bowl stuff to talk about. Well, we're going to do it next week. Have the right guests. Try to get to the bottom of what that game will look like. Uh, I think the best thing you said in a week, Jake, was that Burrow and Jamar Chase, I don't think the moment is going to be too big for those guys. I mean, the luster and the, you know, all the things that come along with a national championship is very Super Bowl-like. Um, You know, pressure, it's those guys have lived up to it and delivered in the biggest moments ever. They've played in bigger games than... um. Joe Burrow has played in a bigger bigger game and won that game than Matt Stafford's ever played in his life. Oh, oh. And he was a great quarterback at Georgia. They just weren't winning, you know, national championships. So does that make it any kind of some kind of equalizer? I'm not so sure. I think maybe a little bit. Um, you know, packed NFL stadium was the national championship. They had a halftime show at the national championship, so, you know, a little bit longer of a uh, halftime break, so that's not going to bother them whatsoever a little bit. Um, and just the, the hype, the the week leading up to it, um, and all the media, the media surrounding the, the actual event itself, so it's not, it's not going to bother those guys. 
new coordinators the Broncos are the staff is being put together Munchak out I uh, got a new offensive line coach um the coordinators are who we thought they were it is out outwin out outwin outwin Justin Outen Outen tight ends coach from the Green Bay Packers okay and if we can't get that name right, what about the defensive coordinator? Ejiro. 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 Evero. Evero. Ejiro Evero. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Ejiro Evero. Okay. Um, and, you know, when Zach Seegers was in on Monday and he was talking a little bit about his resume, you know, coaching underneath Wade Phillips, Vic Fangio, Brandon Staley, uh, a lot of the, you know, Great minds, the great defensive minds in the NFL. So that, that bodes well. I mean, like, we thought, like, oh, Munchak and Fangio and Shermer, look at all this veteran experience. It's like three head coaches. They've got, like, 75 years of experience combined. More than that. <laughs> um, That was a disaster. I'll take the next great thing better than... um. Something that is average that I might know of because I'm scared of the other thing. Right. You know, they they went from old and antiquated to young and up and coming. Now, with so much experience to zero head coaching experience and zero coordinating experience, it's it's literally uh, 360. They went from one thing to the other. Okay. Interesting. Do you like the hires of, of Hackett so far? Do I like the hires? Uh, I mean, I like it's for can't I can't say yes and I can't say no. I'm excited, and you know, would it make me and Broncos country feel better if it was some old guy like we said, Shermer, who we've know know about and heard of, and he's you know been a head coach here, or he flamed out here or there, or Doug Marone was the guy who. You know, Hackett used to work for, and now he's he's going to work for Hackett. I don't think that'd make me feel any better. It might give me a name I know that someone could associate something with, but this is a new era, era of Broncos football, of Denver Broncos football. Everything will, nothing will ever be the same, including, I mean, again, I can't, you know, uh, uh, Joe Ellis said he believes there'll be a new owner in place with the start of next season. I mean, that's months. That's six months away already. That's not a year away. That's not two years away. That's in six months. That's This thing's ha- happening. So I guess George Payton was the first kind of shoe to drop. And everyone wanted to like, well, he's not the owner's guy. That's, you know, you can do what you got to do. This is business. You can't, you know, wait to, you know, make moves till the stars are going to align. Like, you know, you can't cl- you can't, uh, it's like the country store. You can't close Walmart because of uh, where the store is sick. You know what I mean? It's like you got to, business has to function. Got to keep moving. I don't know. Let's go to break. Come back. We will uh, learn more about these coordinators. We'll do some of that. We will, Jake, if I want to see if you have who the the top five greatest baseball players ever are, according to ESPN, they have the top hundred, but I have just one guy at number one here, and I'm trying to fill in two, three, four, five. It's hard. We'll do it. Smiley Sports. Smiley Sports.
it again. Boo! You are a hater. Alright, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. I think they have Willie Mays as number one. ESPN? Mm-hmm. Why? Wouldn't it be Babe Ruth? I mean Um Well Babe Ruth can he was a big fat so. He can move and play defense and do the things that Willie Mays did. Didn't have to. He was a pitcher. Interesting. Okay, uh, I'm going to put Willie Mays as one. Bonds at two. Oh. <laughs> oh. Babe at three. The Colossus of Clout. The King of Crash. The Sultan of Swat. I'm going to put Mike Trout there. I said it at four. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> and at five, the great. Oh, I got it right here. Ricky Henderson. You got your top five? I got uh, Babe Ruth. Where, one? Number one. I'll put Willie Mays at number two. Okay. I definitely want to put a pitcher in my top five. Oh, so, I forgot about pitching. So I might go with Maddox. Maddox? At three. Oh, my God. I'll put Bonds at four because he's so influential. Um, And then at five. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, Hank Aaron. I thought about Hank he didn't hit for average like he did Maze, like Maze did some other guys. I'm ready to look at this. You ready? I'm ready. <sighs> Nervous. Okay. I am going to ESPN. Top 100 MLB players of all time. Numbers 1 through 25. I'm going to go from 25 down backwards. Okay. Christy Mathewson. I mean, this is like the early 1900s. He was a pitcher. Uh, 373 wins, 188 losses, a 2.13 ERA. Kind of like doesn't equate to, you know, what the, the, today's baseball. Those would right? be mind boggling. They pitch numbers. like every day, every other day. Okay. Uh, number 24, Randy Johnson. He was actually one of the guys that I was thinking about as a pitcher, you know. 303 wins, in the top. one of the last guys to get that 300 wins, 166 losses, a 3.29 era. Uh, let's see, number 23, Ricky Henderson. I might have had him a little bit too high on my list, but I value what he did more than just um, like his, you know, 279 average. I would put... Uh, or his 300 home runs. I'd put Ken Griffey Jr. before I put uh, Ricky Henderson. Okay. Number but, 22, that's a good one. Uh, Tom's... Go ahead, go ahead. We got a text from Noit. He said, Ricky Henderson? <laughs> WTF are we talking about here? He's 23 on the ESPN's list. It's not like he was, you know... It's not like he's... They, they have a 23. Tom Seaver, 22. Cy Young, 21. Rogers Hornsby... 20. Frank Robinson, 19. He was great. Uh, Mike Mike Schmidt, 18. Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box. Oh, 
my goodness gracious. Number 17, Joe DiMaggio, Jolton Joe DiMaggio, 16, Mike Trout, 15, Ugh. Maddox, 14, look at you, Jake, Ken Griffey Jr., 13, Honus Wagner, 12, Pedro Martinez, what? 11, what the, f that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 219 wins. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have the three thousand the three hundred wins or like the five thousand strike. He was a great player. He's an all time great, but not this high. No way. Stan Musial ten. I mean, here's Musial's line. Three thirty one average, four hundred and seventy five home runs, thirty six hundred hits, and two thousand RBI. He's like um one of the definitely top five or six sluggers of all time walter johnson 400 and number nine 417 wins wow. 279 losses um again this is like the 1900s early 1900s but number number eight barry bonds 298 average uh 762 home runs 2,935 hits. He was 65 hits shy of 3,000. Damn. I don't think there's... A, there's not a 3,000 hit guy not in the Hall of Fame. Number seven, Mickey Mantle. To a 98 average as well. 536 homer, 1,500 RBI, 2,400 hits. Played a great center field. Luke Gehrig, number six. Ted Williams... My uncle, number five. Oh, I forgot about him. Ty Cobb, number four. See the racist? I don't know. Hank Aaron, number three. Willie Mays, number two. Oh. Oh. And Babe Ruth, number one. Eee! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, a 342 average, 714 home runs, 2,800 hits, 2,200 RBI, won 94 games as a pitcher with a 2.28 era. Wow. Jake, you did very well. I got uh, two of the top five. Yeah, you had Maddox high. I had uh, Bonds a little high, but he was, you know, top 10 still. Which, you know, with, with his, he saved baseball. Let, let's be honest. Him um, in, in the, the summer, that, that summer. They, no, it was, well, McGuire and Sosa and Luis Gonzalez and that home run race kind of like refueled baseball and put baseball back at the center stage to where Barry Bonds was looked at as like the best athlete on planet Earth. They were literally cutting away from other sporting events to his at-bats. Um they were that kind of historic. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. We haven't heard from him in a while. It's Juan. Hey, Juan. It's two. Oh, hey, what's up, two? Nothing. I've been trying to get a hold of you, but you guys don't answer the phone, so I was like, oh, they, they got me blocked again. No, no, it was the other guy. Jake was out for a week, and the other guy doesn't know how to work the phones or anything. He's racist. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think about all the new Broncos' new coach and all the new look? I don't know. This is, this is what I'm getting at. It's it's true, too. You know what I mean? Everybody says, oh, he's new, he's young, and this, and all this. 
But he's the one who signed freaking sorry Kirk Cousins that fifty billion dollar contract. No, dude. he wasn't the boss. He was just one of the guys on the boss's team. He did it. But check this: this last draft before the draft, they offered the number nine overall pick. They tried to add Matt Stafford, who's going to play in the Super Bowl in a week, and they tried to. And according to Mark Schlereth, who embarrassed himself and all of us. They were this, 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 this close to trading for Aaron Rodgers, too. So, I mean, that guy, that's what he was trying to do. That's what he was trying to do. Can you appreciate that? Well, I'm not saying that he's giving effort, but you still got to say he's not perfect. That no, no, he's not. But also, listen, in one year, in just the one year, he's kind of like cleaned house. We're a little bit more talented than we were before. And I think we're we got a good young coach who a lot of people are really high on, not just Broncos people, but around the entire league. And the next step is the, the, the quarterback. We're good, bro. If you, if you think he is, you uh, know what I mean? Like, I, I just see that Drew Locke was right for myself. We wanted to give him one more last chance. And he, he, he did. He showed that he's not worthy of it. You know what I mean? And it just I just see that as the same thing as for Pat and whatever his name is that. Hopefully, I'll give him one more chance and he can make up for it. You know what I mean? Because you signed that quarterback, and that guy was crap, dude. Yeah. That guy was, he was not good at all, dude. Ooh, Kirk? Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Not well, good he just at can't all. win. I mean, like, the numbers look good, and he throws the ball nice and all that, but he he just kind of really, he don't win. Big games, especially. Well, you could say that about Aaron Rodgers, too, though. No, no. He's, you know, he's been to, yeah, I mean, four NFC championship games, you have to get there. Sometimes it's just, you, you know, Tom Brady's lucky, or and Aaron Rodgers just isn't kind of as lucky. Whatever it is, I mean, like, I mean, like, it's it's what if it ain't luck, then then what is it? Because Tom just so can't be that. Tom's dude. not that much better than Aaron Rodgers as a player. And actually, if you just chop it up as like the player themselves, Aaron Rodgers might be like a better, just pure player. But Tom Brady, what Tom Brady does, all, all he does is win. It, like it, it equates whatever Tom Brady does. It ends in championships. So you'd rather have Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Well, like you mean right now, or do you mean like a few years ago? A few years ago. Oh, Tom. Tom proved he can go anywhere and win. You're not supposed to really win in Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, it's like it's 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 a poop franchise. I know they did it with Gruden and all that, and Tony Dungy's guys, all that. Um, you know, 25 years ago, whenever it was, 20 years ago. But like that's that's not a great franchise. They're not supposed to be great. They're like a second class franchise and Tom Brady just goes in there in one year and wins it's like you can't you can't make it it's, you know how hard it is to win we know how hard it is to win Super Bowls Tom goes in there one year and just does it I mean it's like you know come on yeah but they the only Super Bowl that I really give them is the Atlanta one and that was kind of a they, they've never won by more than three points in any Super Bowl well yeah you're right six out of the seven Super Bowls yeah. uh Tom Brady led like game-winning final tribes yeah, and and when the John Elway won, we spoke, we spoke both Super Bowls. We, we did, we did. Well, you know that first one was close, but then we we were kind of in control. Is that for the beginning of the game? Remember, Favre went way over the top, like one of the first yeah. plays of the game, and hit Antonio Freeman for a touchdown. And I was like, uh oh. And then that kind of like, oh crap! It was uh, like that. It was... Me and my son were watching the Forty ers and uh, Broncos. I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I remember I was that's fifty-five to ten, bro. Oh my gosh, we were so bad. Hey, we gotta go. Good stuff. Hey, can you hit us again so we make sure you're, you know we don't gotta call the jails looking for you and all that? 
You're a racist, dude. Later, bro. Broncos rule. Everybody else sucks. Let's go back out and get Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck Nasty. Danny, hi. How you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, you guys have one of the more entertaining shows on this planet. Ah, shucks. Uh, I'll give you five great baseball players. Yeah. Walter Johnson. Okay. Uh, 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 Ryan Sandberg. Okay, Rhino. And uh, um, Billy Williams. No, uh, Ernie Banks. Oh, yeah. And uh, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. That's my top five. Okay. Hey, so uh, you were saying about the Bengals. Well, I, I, I'm not positive about this, but you should look this up. The, the AFC won almost all the games against the NFC this year. I, I think they lost like four. What the are you talking AFC about? just pounded them. Oh, really? The AFC dominated the NFC this year? Yes. That's interesting because, uh, well, was there more dominant, was there better remember, teams in the remember, NFC? Do you remember the Denver Broncos with the Dallas Cowboys? They were talking about Dallas as one of the top teams in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we you know. embarrassed them. That was the best and win of the we season, right, for the Broncos, good. wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah, we embarrassed them 30 to nothing. That was probably the best win of the Fangio era. Era, <laughs> don't you think? But that, but that was one of the best NFC teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just think I just got a feeling. And I think that Joe Burrow, he's the new Joe Namath. Joe, Joe Burrow's the new Joe Namath Joe style. Namath just won. He didn't have any team. He didn't have any on team. Yeah. He just won games. Name Man, all them guys are really good. George Sauer, I don't know how Namath did it. The numbers sucked. The teammates sucked. They weren't supposed to do yeah, it. Yeah, but they just won. He had Don Maynard. And and they had, uh, you know, Winston Hill and mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, that running back, uh, Freeman. Is that right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, they just had a good team. I do remember one time the Broncos went to New York City mm-hmm. and pounded the Jets with Joe Namath. So, I mean, nobody's perfect. Hey, we're up against it. I wanted to squeeze you in here before the first hour ended. It's good stuff, Chuck. Call us tomorrow on a football Friday. Maybe Cello will be in here. Oh, yeah. Cello Aiden. Later, bro. Okay. Bye. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer on a throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Watch us at 98.1 FM. Or uh, very easily on the uh, screen there at MileHighSports.com. Check out Jake's hair back on their side, MileHighSports. Or is this the way it is?